Starting or growing your business is hard work. But now you are listening to the Better Business Podcast with me, Steve Cook, and I'm going to try and make it a little easier on you. We on this podcast help you grow a better business with real advice from professionals, and today is no different. My entire life, I hated reading. Uh, through high school, I never read a book. Um, junior high, I never read a book, nothing. I don't believe I ever completed a book through my entire education. Until I got to college, it was probably my junior year of college, I stumbled upon a business book. My parents owned a chain of Quiznos uh, sandwich shops, and the um, required reading for the Quiznos University that they had at the time <clears throat> was this book called The E-Myth. And The E-Myth since then is, um, and before then, was a very popular book. And I think that it really sparked my business reading um, from that point on. I became obsessed with reading books about business and and uh, um, just overall improvement, personal development, and things like that. Um, so it really sparked a um, idea train in my mind about this idea of building a business and creating a better business. Um, so this book, The E-Myth, I think not only is it sentimental to me for being such a impactful book on my life, but also I think that it should be required reading for anyone that wants to create a business of any sort of size. It is um, very explanatory in the idea of setting up this business, not only to be a job that you own, um, so owning your own job, but it is how to set up a business in a way that you actually own a business that you can work on the business and not just in the business. So if this interests you, first off, I want to give the majority of the credit of this video to that book. Um, however, I think that you should, or in addition to this video, I, I believe that everyone that aspires to own a business or operate a business should read the book, The E-Myth. In The E-Myth, it talks about setting up systems. And I think that setting up systems in your business is something that is incredibly important. Um, and I wanna go through three ways to set up systems in your business today. The first way to set up a system in your business is to take a step back and first off, find what needs to have a system. So take a step back and say, what are the processes? Um, what are the repeatable things? What are the positions? What are the things that happen over and over and over and over and over in my business that I find myself doing continually? And how can I set up a system around that thing? So let's take a, a uh, maybe a routine job that you might have that, that an employee is constantly asking, how do I do this? And you have to go show that employee. And then two or three days later, another employee or maybe the same employee says, how do I do this? Or how do I do this? How do I do this? Setting up a system around that task. And of course, there's endless amounts of jobs and, and things out there. So it's hard to give specific examples. But let's say, um, for instance, it's a, around a, a placing some sort of 
order or or doing something on your point of sales machine that um, an employee has to ask constantly, or maybe you're constantly training new employees on that. What could you set up a system around? Maybe it's a printout um, deal. Maybe it's a video. You show your employee a video. This is how you do it. Just refer back to this video. And um, if you have any questions, what can you set up a system around? So take a look at your calendar. Um, take a look at your day-to-day. -day. What are you repeating over and over and over every day? Is there a question that you answer constantly? Is there a, a, a train, some sort of training that you are teaching employees constantly? How can you set up a system so that you can pull yourself away from that, doing a little bit extra work, whether it's creating a video or creating a printout or whatever it might be, doing a little extra work up front to free yourself from that task uh, for the remaining remainder. Um, another thing that has really freed me up and not necessarily freed me up from doing the actual interviewing, but recording down a set of questions that I want to ask an individual over the phone before as a way of a pre-screen interview, and then an interview set of interview questions. Um, those are things that we have set up a system around. We have the same questions that we ask each and every individual uh, as a pre-screen and in an in-person interview before. Those are systems that we in this uh, business that we run have created as well. So what can you set up? So take a step back and first think, what can I set up? What can I do? What am I doing over and over? That's different for each and every individual. But the second thing that you can do and, and why I'm sitting by a marker board today um, is the other thing you can do is set up a, a chart in your business to help you predict the future. So if you think about your business like this and, and you are at the top or, or whoever might run your business at the top, I want you to think about all, and you might be a one-man shop right now, but I want you to think about the future of your company. And it might be in finance, it might be um, operations, there might be a, an opportunity to have somebody in charge of sales, there might be somebody that has an opportunity to be in charge of marketing. There might be somebody that has the opportunity to be in charge of uh, something different, such as, uh, let's say, um, inventory control or something like that. Um, so if you will set up your systems around these things um, and set up the future, it will help you to go ahead and plan on these jobs. So right now, like I said, you might be a one-man shop right now. So you might, your name might be in every one of these boxes. And, and again, this goes back to the E-Myth talks about this. Your name might be in every one of these boxes right now. However, you can quickly predict that operationally, I will need two employees in the future. I will be their boss, but... I will soon have an employee here and an employee here that I can allow myself to be removed from this box. And you might not ever think that you need a, a two or three people in the finance department. You might not ever think you need more than one person, but perhaps in inventory control, you know that you'll need three or four people eventually. And so right now you might be the only person in those boxes but what this does is setting up this this uh, chart this jobs chart 
at the beginning of when you need to fill those jobs before you need to fill those jobs, this job chart will allow you to predict the future. And so when you start looking at what am I, I'm, I'm feeling overwhelmed. I'm feeling, um, I'm feeling behind. I, I I can't ever get ahead. And, and if you start to feel like that, you can take a look at this job chart and say, what am I filling the majority of my time with? If it's finance, Perhaps you need to, now is a good time to start looking for a bookkeeper. If it is um, sales or marketing, maybe you can hire a sales or marketing firm to help you with some of these things. Or maybe you can hire somebody that could be in charge of sales and, and be your main salesperson, if you will. So if you will set up this chart and think about the job description of each of these boxes, what is the job description here? And you can predict the future of your company in that way. Again, you might be a one or two man shop right now, and your name might be in every one of these boxes. However, this allows you to plan for the future. This allows you to plan for what you want to hire eventually. Thirdly, and finally, a, way to set up this idea of uh, process in a, in a system for a lot of these things is to find friction points with customers. So if you think about the life cycle of your customer, or maybe not the life cycle, but the, the sales cycle of your customer, take a step back and say, what does my customer experience at the beginning of them saying, I need to go to your business. I need to go to this business. What does your customer experience? Is it hard to get a hold of you? Is it impossible to get a hold of you? Maybe you don't have your phone number online. Maybe you've never set up a Google page or a website or something like that. Um, and then how does the customer find out about me? What are my hours of operations? Are they published everywhere? Are they not published anywhere? Am I inconsistent with my hours? Think about the sales cycle of that customer um, as they pull into your property or as they start to shop your website, whatever it might be find friction points where can where does my line get clogged at my coffee shop or at my restaurant where do i find myself having a line of customers and it might be something that you can't help and you can't do much about however <clears throat> if you'll think about the sales cycle of your customer and where you find common themes where do you find common themes that customers are complaining the most they're complaining over and over i always get a complaint on complaint on my food their food being hot so maybe i could um, not cook it so quickly maybe i know that it takes people 25 minutes to get to my place no matter what so i'm going to wait 10 minutes to even start the process of cooking it um you know where do you get the most complaints so what you can do is is take a step back and find where you need these systems start implementing those systems take a step back and think about the jobs that you will have available to you soon and finally take a step back and say where am i getting the most complaints from customers where is my my sales cycle getting clogged up where am i where do i have the most anxiety around customer satisfaction and things like that how can I do those things better? And, and of course, once you find a friction point for a customer, don't just say, oh, I found it. Think about how can I set up a system around that, okay? When the line gets clogged, Bob, when the line gets clogged, Becky, 
this is our new protocol. We are going to um, <clears throat> take a step back. Somebody's going to walk with an iPad out to the drive-through. This and this happens when we see five cars consistently um, backed up in the drive-through. This is the time that you know it's acceptable to go out there with an iPad. Blah blah blah. Um, start figuring out where these friction points are and set up systems around that. <clears throat> So in conclusion, um, first off, I, I recommend highly everyone read the book, um, The E-Myth. It is by a man by the name of Michael Gerber is the author of that book. It tells you all about the steps to owning a business, setting up a business and things like that, um, or how to work on your business if you if you already own one. So um in conclusion, I, I I just want to implore you to watch that video and to uh, or to read that book or listen to the audio book, whatever it might be. I think that it will really really help you in your um, vision of trying to build your company. Hey, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Better Business Podcast with me, your host Steve Cook. You know, starting or growing a business is hard work. So I hope that today's advice made it just a little bit easier for you. We'll be sharing more about this exact topic all this week on my social platforms. You can find me on Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, or if you would like to get a, a personalized blog post from me on this topic, you can join my email list and I will send you an email once a week. You can check the show notes to subscribe to that or find me on my website, whatever's easier for you. Now get out there and go grow a better business with this advice from today's Real Pros. Thank you for listening.